speaking to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God upon which we base our message on this 17th Sunday after Pentecost is the Old Testament reading from Habakkuk or Habakkuk, whichever way you pronounce it, uh, um, chapter 1 and chapter 2, I recall just these words. How long, O Lord, am I to cry for help, but you will not listen? Name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has had miraculous patience with you and me, my beloved. Every once in a while, my sainted mother-in-law, when she wanted to get my goat, would offer up that little quip, patience is a virtue, catch it if you can, seldom found in woman, never found in man. Patience is truly a virtue, and you can only acquire it with God's help. And we certainly need his forgiveness for all of those times of our impatience. Habakkuk was that Old Testament prophet who complained against God because he was impatient and he was waiting for God to act. The name Habakkuk means embracer. I guess the... Uh, thought that came to my mind was a mother when a little child falls down and skins the knee. Mom comes along, you know, and holds the child in her arms and says, Be, that's okay. Habakkuk had, had come to comfort his people, but it would be with a message of destruction and restoration. Actually, when you take a look at Habakkuk's um, prophecy, it's a dialogue. And uh, it's a dialogue between God and the prophet. Habakkuk said, things are so bad, God, why aren't you doing something about it? How long, O Lord, am I to cry for help, but you will not listen? I cry out to you. There's violence, yet you will not come to rescue why do you make me see wrongdoing and why do you watch wickedness? Destruction and violence are in front of me. Quarrels and disputes arise. That is why your teaching is numbed and justice is never carried out. Wicked people surround righteous people so that when justice is carried out, it's perverted. Sounds like 2019. Political hostility. Mass shootings, a polarized nation, the opioid epidemic, threat of nuclear war, murder in the streets, injustice in the courtroom, abortion, assisted suicide, and euthanasia. Did you ever feel like Habakkuk? Oh, Lord, how long? How long are you going to let this go? Why don't you help me? When are you going to punish evil? Why aren't you helping? Why do you let it go on? 
Please bring it all to an end. You know, just like Habakkuk, we are impatient people. Examples of our impatience, we don't like to wait. We don't like to wait for the stoplight to turn green. We don't like to wait in line at McDonald's. We don't like to wait in line at the grocery store. Impatience, having to wait. And impatience brings along with it a whole gamut of emotions. Wait for the doctor to read the diagnostic test. Fear and anxiety. Wait, because the airport, uh, air flight has been can uh, canceled. Uh, for how long? Frustration, impatience, anger. Waiting to have a baby. Nervous. Anxiety. Wait in the doctor's office. Wait in the dentist's office. Boredom, anxiety. Wait for a leg to heal. When is the pain going to go away? Have you ever been impatient because you had to wait? Habakkuk was waiting. He said, God, when are you going to take care of this evil and how? God gave him the answer, actually. He said, look among the nations and watch the, the, the verses that follow. Be amazed and astonished. I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if it were reported to you. I'm going to send the Babylonians, that fierce and reckless nation, they will march throughout the earth to take possession of lands that don't belong to them. They will be terrifying and fearsome. They will carry out their own kind of justice and honor. Their horses will be faster than leopards and quicker than wolves in the evening. Their riders will gallop along proudly. Their riders will come from far away. They will fly like an eagle that swoops down on its prey. They will all come for violence. Every face will be directed forward. They will gather prisoners like sand. They will make fun of kings and treat rulers as a joke. They will laugh at every fortified city and build a dirt ramp to capture it. They will move quickly and pass through like the wind. kind of interesting because at the time that Habakkuk was talking about this, uh, Babel, the uh, country of Babylon was still a small country, still growing. He said, one day it's going to be a huge, powerful army and it's going to come in and invade you because of your sins, destroy all of Jerusalem, take you away into captivity. You sort of get a sense of that a little bit, don't you? Uh, some of us, I guess, uh, still remember 9-11. People are still dying from cancer because of that day. It was a day that when that happened, we felt defiled. How about if an enemy army marched through the st uh, streets of the, the city of Milwaukee, firing their guns into neighborhoods and taking away captives? You know, it did actually happen one time in our United States, way back in the War of 1812. The British marched right up to the, uh, to the White House in the Capitol. God said, I'm going to respond. In fact, he was going to respond in four ways. Jerusalem was going to be destroyed because of the sin. One of the, one of the talk about the sins witchcraft, sorcery. One of the kings actually tossed a couple of his sons in fire 
worshiping the god Moloch. There are actually four points in God's prophecy of fulfillment. Jerusalem would be destroyed. People would be captured, taken away into captivity for 70 years. They would return. But the best part of the prophecy isn't even before us this morning later on. Uh, in chapter 2 it says, But the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord's glory like the water that covers the earth. You know what that prophesy was all, prophecy is all about? God was going to send Jesus to exercise patience unlike anything ever seen before. Patience with a gang of disciples who just didn't get it. Patience with Nicodemus. No, you don't have to go back into the womb. You have to be reborn with water and the word. Patience with Peter. Oh, Lord, this will never happen to you. Patience with Judas. Do you, pay, do you betray your Lord with a kiss? Patience with Caiaphas and Annas. If I have spoken the truth, why did you hit me? Patience with those Emmaus disciples after the resurrection. Why are you so slow to believe? Such patience waiting for 33 years to die. Such patience even at his ascension. As he's speaking to his disciples, they said, Lord, now are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? God did have patience with his people of the Old Testament, and he did finally come, send the Babylonians, and they destroyed Jerusalem. He kept his people in captivity for 70 years, and they did return, and he did send Jesus earthly glory that will fill the earth. The message of Jesus Christ that went out into all the world after his ascension, his first coming. But a prophecy also that the glory will be seen at Jesus' second coming on Judgment Day when he finally changes our broken world into a new heaven and a new earth. But Habakkuk said, but Lord, how long? How long do we have to wait? God's answer, chapter 2. I will stand at my guard post. I will station myself on the wall. I will watch to see what he will say to me and what answer I will get to my complaint. Then the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it clear on ta tablets so that anyone can read it quickly. The vision will still happen at the appointed time. It hurries towards its goal. It won't be a lie. If it's delayed, wait for it. It will certainly happen. It won't be late. God may delay, but he always keeps his promises. But still we see all a mess around us, and we hear about it every day. We don't have a whole lot of patience with a lot of other people. Did you ever think about it when we lack patience with others? And I don't care who they are. It's sort of like uh, lacking patience with God. 
Because he's in control, he knows exactly what he's doing. Impatience with God. But he's so patient with you. I think there are some possibilities why God is delaying, punishing the evil, delaying with judgment day. Because he is slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Sometimes we look around the world and we say, things are so bad here, if God wanted to, he could just make everything go extinct. Sometimes I think God delays punishing evil for the benefit of his church because the church doesn't always grow real well in prosperity, but it does grow a lot of times in adversity. Perhaps he's uh, delaying to make us wait to get some of our prayers answered for those people that we are so impatient with and that we pray for every day. Perhaps God is sparing sinners in unbelief so that some still may be led to repentance during their lifetime. But you know, God isn't patient forever. Sometimes his patience runs out. Like when he said there was going to be a flood, he was patient for 120 years, and then it rained. So what lessons can we learn from Habakkuk? That sometimes we are so impatient, impatient, waiting for God to clean up all the messes. But if God is so long-suffering with us, forgiving us even our impatience, we ought to be long-suffering with one another. When we see God sparing the lives of wicked people, we should labor and pray for their salvation. And certainly God's long-suffering with us should increase our abhorrence of sin, and we see it and we hate it. And God's long-suffering should cause all of us to study and imitate the character of our God who said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing and learn to be patient and even thankful amidst the times of trials and afflictions. But we still confess with Habakkuk, how long, O Lord, am I to cry for help, but you will not listen? We ask God to increase our faith and our trust and our love for him and our recognition that he is always faithful to his promises. How long, O oh Lord, am I going to cry for help, but you will not listen? We say along with the disciples, Lord, increase our faith. And then we say along with St. John of old, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.